Welcome to Big 12 After Dark, 1012's network live podcast driven by you, the fans, and hosted by me, Brittany, and my co-host, Greg Mackey. We'll be here every Tuesday live, allowing you to participate by sharing your thoughts, opinions, and hot takes. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at Charlie Hustle Clothing Company. Charlie Hustle is a vintage-inspired clothing company based out of Kansas City that specializes in collegiate and hometown apparel. Charlie Hustle wants you to be the best dressed fan this season, so be sure to check out their wide selection of officially licensed collegiate apparel today and show off your school spirit all season long. With over 30 schools to choose from, they've got you covered with all your collegiate apparel needs. Shop today at www.charliehustle.com using promo code the word 10TEN and then the numbers 1215 for 15% off all non sale items. Charlie Hustle, Vintage Made Fresh. How you doing, Greg? I'm doing great. How about you, Brittany? I'm exhausted after this weekend. <laughs> I am so tired. I could sleep for a week straight, and I'd still be tired. Yeah, that was just one weekend. I get to do that every home You day. know what? You chose that lifestyle. I did. <laughs> I mean, it was fun, though. It was very, very, very fun. And I got to see you in person. Yeah, that was nice. That was so fun. And your puppy, which was by far the best part. Yeah, he's the best. Even though he has a KU collar. No, it's not a KU (laughs) collar. It's definitely a KU collar. (laughs) It is a Charlie Hustle collar. It is. So somebody can go get that off, 15% off. Yeah. Just know that it is blue and red, and it looks like it's a KU collar. So it's not a KU collar. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. So let's just start off with the Iowa State game since we were both at that. I called it. We were going to lose. We always lose that game. I called it too. I knew we were. Yes, because every time we you, we lose, every time you show up, so I've lost every single Cyhawk game that we've been to. I told you not to show up. I it, I I gotta stop going. It's yep. bad. I will pay you to not show up. <laughs> I've just got to pick a different game to go to because it's getting depressing at this point. This one wasn't even close either. At least the last time I went, it was close. Although. The last time I was there, it was rain delays to like nine. The game went to like nine or 10 p.m. Yeah, that was a long day that day. Yeah. And then this time it was torturous. It was nice weather, though. It was. It was really hot, though. Although I will tell you at 7 a.m. it was not very hot. It was freezing cold. You're from Wisconsin. You should be used to I do not wake up at 7 a.m. ever. Especially not to leave my house. I'm not going to a bar at 7 a.m. I'm not going tailgating at 7 a.m. But guess who was at a bar at 7 a.m.? Oh, that was me. And our Uber driver was bumping Tupac the entire way. 7 in the morning. Sounds like a great start (laughs) to the day, honestly. Then, I don't see what you're complaining about. We got to the bar, and they were playing Chelsea Dagger. <laughs> it was a very... I cannot believe people function at that time in the morning. That is that is not me. 
You should see it when, like, we have to be there at 5 a.m. Yeah, no. That would be a no. <laughs> Shelly, I told Shelly not to book the Uber until, like, 7.45, and she booked it anyway. And she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, right as I'm falling asleep, she's like, I'm going to do this, but I'll pay for it. You're going to be mad at me, but it's okay. And then books it anyway. And then the next morning, I wake up, and she's like, um, it's going to get here at 7.15. <laughs> So, needless to say, I died. I had some texts asking me if I was still alive. I replied no, and the response I got back was not, how can I help? It was, okay. <laughs> that sounds like a weekend, uh, a college football weekend, honestly. It, it was great. You know what? I had I had cool seats. I had very bougie seats, which was fun. I mean, we got to watch behind the goalposts us lose and miss get the blocked kick. Then Iowa threw a pick. That was great. Got really excited, except then we checked it right back to them. You got the full Cyhawk experience. Missed kicks, pick sixes, Iowa State losing. Yeah, but we didn't have the weird like onside kick thing that we had in 2019. Yeah, you pretty much got uh, the Cyhawk bingo this weekend, so. Yeah, it was it was bad. And most of the people I was sitting around were Iowa State people, but then you always have the occasional Hawkeye fan there that stands up and cheers and kind of makes you want to die for a quick second. So, <laughs> yeah, it was it was super. At least they had food, and at least I had fun seats because I'm not sure I could have tolerated that on like the grass seats <laughs> <laughs> but well i i want to kind of shift gears here and i gotta issue a formal apology to texas i didn't believe that they were gonna they're win. still not back i refuse to acknowledge that they're back they're not they have the potential to be back but we gotta see if sark can get over that hump and get them back to where they were here's my honest opinion uh, even if they win this year and i don't mean like a natty they're not gonna win a natty but like even if they win the big 12 they're still not back congrats you had one season woohoo right. they they gotta they gotta string multiple seasons yeah and then they won't be here next year so as far as i'm concerned they're not back they're never going to be back in the Big 12, and I doubt they're going to be back in the SEC, although I was really hoping Alabama was going to crush them to a pulp, so that was a little disappointing. Te- Texas Texas uh, definitely shocked me. I thought that game would be closer. They won by double digits. and I, I didn't even uh, think it was going to be close. I thought Alabama was going to drag them. I, I thought Alabama would win. I thought Texas could keep it close, but... I was watching that game Saturday night, and it was just, it looked like two programs going in different directions. I was shocked to see them win by double digits. I mean, it it truly, I think, solidifies at this point Kansas State and Texas as the top one and two in our conference. Yes, definitely. Kansas State State being the defending uh, Big 12 champions, returning a lot of experience on their team. Plus Kleiman's a great coach. And now you got Texas with probably the most impressive win in college football right now, two and O and 
they look like they're on their way back to what they used to be. And honestly, I think I'd have to put Oklahoma third. Although, to be honest, I'm kind of surprised that that was not a higher scoring game. See, with Oklahoma, it's still kind of hard to judge. Like, yeah, they put up some points, but in SMU, yeah, they beat SMU, but I mean, like, Oklahoma State won on the road and won at a Power 5 school. Yeah, but they played Arizona State, who's not good. Kansas whooped the dark horse of the Big Ten West champion, uh, Illinois, on Friday Illinois was not a dark horse, but I am so glad that Kansas won that game. (laughs) And then, then you, like, you have BYU, who's shown, you know, Last week, they were worried about their offense, and they put up 40 points this past week. Uh, UCF goes out to Boise, plays on the blue turf, beats them on the road. That's not an easy road game. Like, there's, It seems like we have like Texas and K-State are kind of separating themselves for the pack, but then there's it's kind of hard to put a team like 3, 4, 5. There's like a jumble. Uh, between like BYU, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, UCF, they're all kind of right there. Kansas too. Well, and even like looking at this Houston game, right? Like Rice is an actual opponent, and they went into double overtime. Yeah, they lost by two, but they made it to double overtime, and it was high scoring, forty three to forty one. Yeah, and that's a rivalry game too. So that's kind of hard to. It's always hard to judge those rivalry games. Like anybody can win in those. It, so I kind of just take that game with a kind of grain of salt. I don't really think it's a mark against Houston, but I also don't think it's like a feather in the cap either. How, how do you feel about West Virginia beating our good friend Duquesne? Duquesne. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I I hope that it gets them on the right path, just because they got the backyard brawl this weekend, and I would love to see. Back-to-back weekends, Big 12 teams taking out Pitt. I've never liked Pitt. So watching Cincinnati go to Pitt and beating them and then watching West Virginia win the backyard brawl this weekend, that'd be kind of kind of a sweet two weeks. I hate Pitt, so I'd be completely okay with that. And I would love West Virginia to do better than they were originally thought to be. I mean, that game was a high-scoring game. They scored 56 points in that game. And yeah, Cincinnati beat Pitt by six. Honestly, I'm, I don't want to say impressed because I kind of thought this was going to happen, but I'm, I'm happy that all the new schools have been doing well. Everybody had them ranked like bottom tier in the big 12 this season. Cause I thought that they were going to have mm-hmm. a hard adjustment time. Now, granted we haven't started conference season yet, but I, this is what I thought was going to happen. I thought that these teams were going to do well. Or at least be in the middle of the pack. I thought they'd all make a bowl game. That was my prediction. And so far, they're on their way. Yeah, I would, I'd like to see them get to like week four, week five of conference season. When you start, you know, playing these so-called power five teams, you know, uh, week in and week out, you know, injuries start to rack up and see how your depth is. So it's hard to make a judgment against them right now or for them in in my eyes, but that's just my opinion. Well, and it's going to be interesting too, because like next weekend, for example, we have TCU versus Houston. So there's a conference game. We mm-hmm. have Texas versus yeah. Wyoming who Texas tech 
barely lost to. I'll be curious to see somebody else play them. And then, as you mentioned, too, yeah, you have the backyard brawl. So you have West Virginia versus Pitt next weekend. So I think those will be, even though they're not, well, one of them is a conference game. I think that those will be interesting games to kind of test the waters and see. You also have Kansas State going on the road to beat Missouri. And I'm go- I'm calling it right now. They're going to beat Missouri. They're going to drag Missouri. And if they don't, we're going to get a Kansas State event on here, and they're going to have to apologize and explain why. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot listen to Missouri fans. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. The, and I don't know if you've seen it, but it seems like Coach Drinkwitz has been kind of like throwing shade at Kansas State the last couple days. Uh, in a press conference, he didn't remember Colin Klein's name. He definitely did. Despite... I think he's just being <laughs> like, like, why are you poking the bear? They they whooped you last year, and now they're coming into your stadium. It's their first sellout in I don't know how many years, thanks to Kansas State fans. It's gonna be. I don't think it's going to be pretty for Mizzou. That man, I think Kansas State's going to go make a statement. This that weekend. man irks me so bad. Dorkowitz? Yeah. 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 Well, there's something off about him. It just <laughs> Yes. <laughs> He's dorky. He's not Dorkowitz. He looks like an accountant. Dorkowitz. Like he should be running, like he should be working at H&R Block down <laughs> the street or something. Have you seen him, um, like, jump and hug his recruits and his players? Yeah, it's weird, but I'm not a hugger. I, neither am I, to be fair. So maybe that's may, yeah. maybe it's us. It's probably it's us. probably us. But you know what? If if they beat them, I'm I'm good with that. If if that makes them be quiet for a little bit, I'm good with that. The only thing is, then we get get to listen to Kansas State fans be insufferable about beating them. But you know what? I'm okay with listening to them talk crap on Missouri, so. Yeah. I, if there's one thing that Kansas State, Kansas, and Iowa State fans get along with, it's making fun of Missouri. Missouri is awful. They're awful. Their fan base is awful. I think I have them all blocked, so. At least I won't have to hear from them. But... Yeah, no, I'll be curious to see. I, I don't think that game's even going to be close, personally. I hope it's not. I mean, they're both going in there 2-0, but I, I don't think Missouri is at the level that Kansas State is at. I don't care if they play with the SEC. They're not at the level that Kansas State is at. They are at the bottom tier of the SEC. Yeah, that. It's going to be one of the last chances they have for a win this year. How do you feel? For Missouri. How do you feel about Texas Tech losing again? They're better than their record indicates. Yeah, I mean they lost to Oregon, and Oregon's good. I thought they were going to beat Oregon, so they have a close loss to Oregon, and they have a double overtime loss at Wyoming, which is a tough game. So, I mean, I'm sure there's some Texas Tech fans kind of jumping off the bridge right now, but it's year two. There's going to be some growing pains, and they've played two tough games already. Well, and then the other thing, too, is, like, how was the Utah-Baylor game only a touchdown apart? I thought Utah was going to drag Baylor. I did, too. Um, But, I mean, 
you kind of get that wounded animal at home back into a corner type thing with Baylor. Um, Do you think it seemed like their blocking was better than it was against Texas State, and maybe that was maybe that's a knock on Aranda that he didn't have the guys ready for Texas State. They were looking ahead. I don't know. So personally, I think Texas Tech is going to come back and do at least okay this season. I don't think they're going to be bottom of the Big 12. I think their record just looks bad. But what about Baylor now? Do you think Baylor will be able to crawl back, or do you think that they're going to stay at the bottom? Uh, I mean, they'll get a win this weekend. They play Long Island or something. Yeah. Because I remember um, when they interviewed but, uh, Baylor students, and they asked him who was in the Big 12, and somebody said Long Island, and that's probably where that came from. They, they got a decently tough schedule, Baylor does. I think they're – but the basement of the Big 12 has their name written all over it at this point. I thought it was going to – well, you know what? We shouldn't be talking. Iowa State <laughs> ain't looking too hot compared to some of the other schools right now. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's, again, that's a rivalry game. We always lose that game. Probably played the best defense we'll see all, all year. Greg, um, the fact that it was 20-13, to 13, it should not have been 20-13. to 13. That game, the fourth quarter, like, it was 20-3 to three for most of the game. <laughs> I'm telling you, Iowa's defense is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I'm starting to feel pretty bad about Iowa State. I I mean, I did, and then they did well the first game, and then I got on the hype train again, and I'm off the hype train. That's, that's why you got to – that's why you got to wait till like, conference season to get a couple of conference games under your belt unless you're, you know, like dominating or going to Alabama and beating them by 10. You know, so, like, a lot of these – there's a lot of schools that are kind of wait and see mode right now outside of maybe four or five of them in the big 12. And you know, the, that four or five be including Kansas state, Texas, Oklahoma state, Oklahoma. Uh, I mean, Cincinnati's looking pretty good. UCF's looking pretty That's good. What I'm saying a lot of these people are looking real good and Iowa state isn't looking very good. <sighs> It's also a young team. They'll grow. Yeah, but if we're talking about this year. It's fine. <laughs> Greg's in denial. <laughs> I'm the eternal optimist. I'm starting to be afraid that we're gonna be we're gonna be fighting for the bottom with Baylor, Texas Tech, and West Virginia. <laughs> in Houston, don't forget no, Houston. No, I, I believe in Houston. I really do. I I think Houston's gonna make a bowl game. Let's make a friendly bet right now. <laughs> okay. I bet you Iowa State finishes above Houston in the standings. Okay. And if they if they don't, I'm going to come to the Iowa game next time it's at home. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. <laughs> and if you win and Iowa State finishes above Houston in the standings, I will stay home from the Hawk game the next time it's in Ames. <laughs> Forever. Forever. <laughs> Forever until I make another bet to come back. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, too, like, I'm a little bit worried about Kansas next week just because they have two people out the first half for targeting. 
Although Nevada is really bad, but like still, that kind of sucks to start with without two people. They should beat Nevada by like four touchdowns. I hope so. I just know that like that's that's awful. I I think the targeting rule. I mean, I understand why it's there, but it's so like the one wasn't even targeting. No. The one, like, you could see the side it was of the, the, first one that the wasn't, Jayhawk right? and the side of his helmet. He wasn't leading with his helmet. No, and the stupid thing about, like, if you get ejected in the second half and you miss the first half in the next game, like, oh, uh, it just irks me. It really, really, really bothers me. I think that's really dumb. And I know it's supposed to, like, you know, encourage against it even more, but I just... And it's so it's so subjective too. Like I understand that they review it, but they reviewed the targeting and they still got it wrong. And yeah, maybe people should get booted for like the rest of the game, but I hate that it carries over to the next week. Exactly. It's just dumb. Exactly. Like, yeah, throwing them out for the rest of the game. Okay, what what would you feel about this? What if it was like targeting like in the last quarter or like one of the last plays of the game? Do you think they should sit out the next week then? I don't know. They don't pay me to make rules. I I just I I don't think it should carry over. I really don't. Unless it was like, unless it was like egregious, yes, like purposeful, like somebody is going after somebody, like intentionally trying to hurt them. Like yeah, it needs to be. It needs to be almost be like in basketball with like your flagrant one, flagrant two type thing, where like they're making a play on the ball and it just. They accidentally elbow him in the head. That's like a flagrant one. Or they're going after a guy and punched him in the head. That's like a flagrant two. Like that's how, that's how the targeting needs to be addressed. Because, I mean, the guy clearly just tackled him and had his head to the side, and they still he still has to sit the first half next week. Well, and who was roughing that game? Because I couldn't see. Was it was it the Big Ten refs or was it the Big Twelve refs? I think it was Big Ten refs. Usually in those cross conference games the visiting team gets their conference refs who did we have for the iowa i was thinking big ten refs did we really yeah you know what they're just as bad as the big 12 refs they're worse they're bad (laughs) i mean i i i don't understand i swear to god when it comes to reviewing plays like that they flip a coin they're not good at it no I, I'm convinced they get it wrong, like, 90% of the time. It just it doesn't seem fair. I feel bad for the people who get screwed by it. I mean, obviously, Iowa State has been at the receiving end of receiving some of the worst calls known to man by the refs. And now watching Kansas get two targeting, I mean, in my opinion, one is bad enough. Getting two in the same game and the same half, two, and having to miss – the next game that's absurd. in that game and that game is already pretty much out of hand at that point yeah at this point it's like yeah there there's no point i mean they're they're they at least get lucky that they're playing a bad opponent it would suck if they were going into like conference week next week and we're missing right. two starters right that would be awful should we ask Beer Man his thoughts on the targeting in the Kansas game? Yeah, let's let him in and see what he thinks. 
Hi, beer man. Those were not tar- that was not targeting, especially that first one. It was not targeting. We were watching it on a, a TV on the side of an RV, tailgating. It was like it was awful. He led with the shoulder. That was he didn't lead with the crown of the helmet, and it wasn't near the head and neck area. No. And how do you feel about like the what do you think about the targeting rules when it comes to like sitting out the first half of the next game if you commit it in the second half? I kind of like what Grant said. I personally don't like it, but if it's like egregious, like it's actually targeting, then maybe I'd be fine with it. If like say for example, you're intentionally trying to injure somebody. Yeah, or, like, you get in a fight, like, on the field, right? You, like, punch somebody in the face and you get thrown out for that. Like, And also... I get it in that. Also, what we were talking about with uh, Nevada, I'm hoping it's not going to be too big of an issue, and I hope that we already scored, like, five touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, I mean, you guys have been really, really good at at least getting leads at the beginning. Like, I think... And yeah, looking at who? Personally, what I think is that Vegas called the Big Ten refs in the fourth quarter saying, make it closer <laughs> so we can take some money. Well, yeah, because who didn't, who was, who did Vegas have? Did they have Illinois winning or did K- they have? KU is minus three and a half. Okay, so they had it close, which it really wasn't close for most of it. It got closer, but. It wasn't. KU started off real hot. I think at one point it was like 7 to 34. Yeah, and I was also really nervous about um, how KU was going to look bringing back the bringing back Jalen Daniels after Jason Bean had such a great week one. I think he did great. I wasn't sure if he was going to. There's a reason why we think perform. that Jalen Daniels is a lot better than Jason Bean's because I don't think Jason Bean has great football IQ. I don't know. I thought I thought Jason Bean looked incredible game one. I may, I may still be impartial a little bit from the bowl game loss last year. That's true. That was that that was a hard. And game. also, with and now let's talk about Kansas State and Missouri. I'm hoping Kansas State wins that game by a lot. I don't like Missouri at all. And you were saying that you have most of them block. I think most of them block me. <laughs> I, I think they also have me blocked as well. I think it's mutual, to be honest. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't see how Kansas State doesn't win this game by at least three scores. If they don't, they owe us an apology because I cannot listen. This is what K- fans have to deal with on a daily basis when it comes to Mizzou fans. I mean... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and to be fair, I I'm all for fun banter online, but like, I'm so tired of hearing us argue with Mizzou. I'm ready to put them in their place and get and rid then, of them and not hear from them yeah. again. And you were saying how you think all the new teams are going to a bowl game. I could see that, except Houston. Why is everybody so down on Houston? I feel like Houston is good. I don't think so. They barely beat UTSA, and they lost to Rice, which is another group of five school. And I get it that JT Daniels is there now, but I don't believe in Rice at all. I don't believe in Houston. I feel like they've played legitimate opponents. 
I feel like UTSA and Rice are better opponents than Nevada or who else did people play? Like Oklahoma State next week is playing South Alabama. And bringing up another thing, I don't see them Houston winning. I don't see them making a bowl game. They got they got Texas and Kansas State on the schedule. That's mainly what I'm seeing. And then what you were saying, how Texas and Kansas State are separating themselves. That'd be my worst night. That'd be my worst nightmare for the Big 12 championship is to see Texas and Kansas State. Who would you root for in that? Yeah. I would root for Kansas State. There we go. I don't – I only because I think Texas ruined the Power Five. Nobody likes Texas. Horns down for life. I don't want – I would say screw the short horns. <laughs> exactly. They can go – like I've said before, their Longhorn Network can disappear off the face of the earth. Oh, you know what? To follow this up, and then I'm going to have Christian come up here because I want to hear his views on Texas Tech. Um, I did look up, Greg, mm-hmm. the Baylor Plus. I say, I want to hear an update on that. Yes, I'm going to give everybody an update and then invite Christian up here to speak. Thank you, Beerman. We appreciate you. Come back. All right. Have a nice evening. I Somebody responded to me when I mentioned Baylor Plus. It's going to be like um, like a not a pay-per-view thing necessarily, but like um, like a subscription service basically where you could watch like extras. So you you won't be forced to watch games on there. It's not going to be the Longhorn Network. Well, that's good. So I don't have to jump out a window now. Thank God. Because if they became the next Longhorn Network, I would, I would cry. Especially after this season. Can you imagine them finishing in the bottom of the Big 12 and then, <laughs> then releasing Baylor Plus? <laughs> that would just be funny. All right, let's get Christian on here. Christian, I want to hear your thoughts on Texas Tech. Let's hear him. Christian. Are you there? Okay, he sent a heart. I think he's here. Well, we can't hear you, so if you want to drop out, we can let you back in if you'd like. Yeah, feel free to talk. We want to hear all about Texas Tech, if you can hear this. But until until he talks... Okay, he's requesting again. Let's see. Hi, Christian. Okay, can you all hear me? Yeah, yeah now we can hear you now. Oh my gosh, that was that was so stupid. I had to turn my phone on vibrate to get my mic to turn on. That was weird. Anyway, um, a lot of thoughts. Um, oh, Wyoming was so bad. I was in a dark place for a long time. I know it's a weird place to play, but um, it's still inexcusable. Um, I will say I hate that we're being grouped with Baylor, and I'll tell you why. Because Baylor was at home for both of their losses. I know that doesn't really mean anything if you're a good team. Um, 
you know, Texas Tech was at home for one of them. And I will say Baylor should have won against a hobbled Utah 2,000 miles from home. Granted, Oregon was also 2,000 miles from home, but they were 100%. I mean, they might have had one of their second-string running backs out. Bucky Irving played. I think Whittington was back. I think those are both 1,800-yard rushers from last year. And Texas Tech, if you watch the game, I mean, they gave up some plays, but it was Ben, but don't break. I mean, we broke a couple of times, but, hey, it's Oregon. Oregon averaged 7.6 yards of play last year. It's like second in the F- FBS or something. I can't remember. It was something crazy. I'm proud of Texas Tech, the way they played. That's the team that we all thought we would see. Minus four turnovers, though. Um, minus I, four- I agree with you. I, I will counter against – I can't believe I'm defending Baylor. But the fact that their <laughs> their starting quarterback is out with an injury. So, I mean – and they're still – so comparing the two when Baylor's not even at their best. Yeah, but Utah was hobbled on O-line, D-line, linebacker, and Cam Rising. I mean, Baylor – That is missed, true. Baylor missed one guy, and they backed him up with another blue-chip four-star guy in Sawyer Robinson. I'm, I really wish Texas Tech had beat Oregon, but to be fair, I didn't think they were going to. I well, we am, I mean, I'm at least happy it was close. And Oregon's good. It's not like you went into week two and lost to another no-name school, you know. It could have been worse. I mean, like I said, I'm proud of the way they played. There's just – things just didn't add up for us. I mean, I don't know what we're going to do with three turnovers, one Hail Mary turnover, which equals four turnovers, um, and we're still an eight-point – eight-point – loser just because of a freak pick six in the very last 56 seconds left to go granted that's just what good teams do though they put you in bad positions and they do stuff like that so i mean oregon's a better team for sure i'm not i'm not stupid um oregon's got the dudes they don't have to they don't have to scheme guys open like we do we have some dudes too uh we get them in space sometimes we get matchup problems but it is what it is um is there like a like a like a prompt for this section, or are we all just kind of like catching up on like what we think? Is there well, like anyone? So, I didn't miss the beginning, so I didn't hear anything. So to be fair, I mean, we were mentioning teams that don't look as good or as bad as their record indicates, and I think going back to what you were saying, Texas Tech is one of those schools. Yes, they're zero and two, but I don't think that they are a zero and two caliber team. I think they are better than what that indicates. Well, we appreciate that. I think so too. I want to give some give a ton of credit. I'm always super high on Kansas, man. I Kansas, Kansas State, dude. You guys are rocking, um, man. I knew I, if you were, I was so pulling for Kansas against Illinois, and Illinois going into this season was absolutely the dark horse in the West, um, in my opinion, from what I was reading. And Kansas took care of business in a big way. I loved it. Um, Kansas State. I think y'all have the best probably if execution was a statistic, like, like if you rated players, like you rate them on a Madden for like speed and acceleration, if you could rate your offense's execution, and I know that Kansas state's got some dudes too, so I'm not trying to dog them, but you know, I, I think that execution for Kansas state is like flawless and I didn't watch the game, but I just, I, I feel like Kansas state does the most. They're formidable. I'm excited. 
I really think Kansas and Kansas State could be dogfights for UT. UT just played their Super Bowl, um, and they won, and I didn't think they would. So congrats to them. Um, Who do you think would win between Kansas State and Texas? It depends where it's played. Okay, let's say Big 12 championship, so in Arlington. Oh, I don't know, man. Uh, There's a lot of K-State alums in in Arlington. Yeah, I I love K-State, man. Um, I, I mean, you know, my heart, you know, let's be real. Texas got the advantage. I mean, let's just be real. They do. Mainly in the trenches and in the wide receiver position. I know we're going to talk about Cooper Babe or Beeb or whatever his name is. And, you know, that, that O-line's no joke. They're, they're legit the number the, – the second, arguably the first best in the Big 12. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that. But just on the defensive line, I mean, Texas was in the backfield all night against Bama. I had that game on my laptop while Oregon and Texas Tech was on the big screen. So I didn't really break it down, but I, I saw a lot of it. I think I think if Texas plays a team like Oregon, though, I re- and I'm, I'm just tooting my own horn here, tooting my uh, but that Bama offense. I know they got some dudes, but if you look at the dudes, Oregon has a much better offense than Bama this year, and it's because it runs through Bo Nix and Alabama runs through Jalen Milrow. I know the dude can escape, um, but he can't might, throw. Yeah, he's not um, Bo Nix. Bo Nix has got a phenomenal arm. Dude, Bo Nix. Bo Nix was a professional, dude. He's so underrated. Like, I know Caleb Williams. Underrated? His face is all over billboards and buildings. Yeah, but outside of Oregon, like, he catches a lot of shade. I I follow some Oregon people, and, you know, the Beavs think, like, DJ Ugale is better than Bo Nix. And it's like, DJ's got skills, but here we are getting off track, my bad. But anyway, I think (laughs) – I think – I just I was proud of the way Texas Tech handled Bo Nix. Granted, he did have a monster day, but I mean, frankly, it could have been worse. Um, he's the best quarterback that Texas Tech will see all year, honestly. So, so now, who do you think would be? Who do you think is going to be at the bottom of the Big Twelve? Oh man, that loss from Houston was bad. I know. Um, I really. Baylor should have won that game, man. I was pulling for him so bad. I was like, dude, Baylor can do this. Utah, I freaking hate the way their fans are. I know that's also a stereotype. Uh, I guess I got to go with Houston at the bottom. Um, man, if you're going to ask me this preseason, I'd say Cincinnati and Houston right there. But uh, Cincinnati's here to shut us all up. So congrats to them. Houston and then, man, Baylor. Baylor's in trouble. Um, I just nope. don't understand the hate for Houston. I really don't. That Rice loss had us all uh, baffled, to say the least. Um, I just think I don't. I don't see the love for Houston. I mean, I don't see the upside. I don't think. I mean, Houston has played legitimate opponents. I don't think. I don't, <laughs> Rice, Rice is not a legitimate opponent. No, they're not. UTSA is. No, you got to – I will give you that. Frank Harris had, like, three knee surgeries this offseason, too, so he's not the same man he was last year for UTSA. Um, and, uh, of course, UTSA's OC went to Oregon. That's who's calling plays for Oregon this year is UTSA's last year's OC. So, um, 
I mean, I, the Cougs, I was big on the Cougs coming into the Big 12 because I was like, dude, they are the team in Houston. That's a hotbed for recruiting. Texas has bullied them, kept them out since the 80s, and now they get their chance. I still believe in them long term. I just think this year they're going to have some troubles. And I hope I don't have to eat those words, but that's my bottom two is Houston first and then Baylor, so 14 and 13. But, um, yeah, that's that's what I think. And it, and it's solely based on last week. Obviously, we're in week two, but just that Rice looking up and Rice was up 28-7 in Houston. I know they weren't – were they at – were they at the Cougs or were they at Rice? They they were at Rice, but that's like it's still right next door. It's like down the yeah. street. That's <laughs> a home, down the street. That's a it's home game for Houston, you know. Like it's so home game for both teams. Anyway, those are my thoughts. Uh, freaking uh, who else? Iowa State, man, y'all could have won that game. Iowa's offense is. I'm gonna so ask. At what point during the game did you think that we could win that game? <laughs> the begin- the, before it started, I was. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, I want to throw some credit. Who did? You know who also played? Who I, I still am, cheering for TCU. I was about to say TCU. I, I was about who did they play this week? They played Nichols. Oh, Nichols State. Manning passed yeah. down there in Thibodeau, Louisiana. Yeah, there. but, I mean, like, you, you kind of see what Colorado did in week two, and then you kind of look back at TC playing them in week one, and you're like, it's not really that bad of a loss. Like, Colorado no. looks it pretty It looked legit really bad right because now. it was, like, the first game to start off the season for the Big 12, and then yeah. after some of the other teams played week one, it didn't look too awful. And also, yeah, watching Colorado, I mean, they just beat Nebraska, too. Like, I, not that Nebraska's that great. Dude, but, dude Nebraska's quarterback had, like, seven turnovers in, like, six quarters or something. That Wait. was another That was another really bad game. I, that was another one that I was watching on the, on the little TV on the side of the RV. Hey, man, you got to respect me <laughs> on. You got to. Um, but I'm not, I'm not here talking shit about TCU, man. Um, the frogs will find their footing, and we're not even in conference play yet. Yeah, I don't think I don't think TCU is bad. I really think TCU is actually pretty decent. I think that they're gonna do just fine. I think they'll do better than a bowl game, to be honest. Um, I'd say I'd say seven or eight wins for them. I don't think that they're going to. I definitely don't think that they're gonna miss a bowl game. No, of course not. No, I, I didn't even think that after Colorado. To be honest with you, um, and I know, yeah, I, I yeah, um, yeah, they got here. a couple tough road games, but other than that, they I mean they get Texas at home, they get Baylor at home, they get BYU at home, they get West Virginia at home. Like they got three come- wins right there. The yeah. thing is, Colorado is looking like an NFL team. They look amazing. No. And- I don't think they look bad. They look really good. And I don't think TCU didn't even lose by that much to them. It wasn't a blowout game. Yeah. Um, you could be right. I just, uh, I'm not buying the Shadur Sanders Heisman hype. Um, man, it's, it's hard to argue what he did, but it's so hard to put him up there with like, Nebraska is bad, bad. 
I believe. Yeah, Nebraska's terrible. Yeah. Um, they just don't execute well. Like, everything I said about Kansas State, this being such a good offensive executing team, and I could be wrong, I didn't watch the game, but I just feel like Nebraska's the opposite of that. They're, they're like the antithesis of each other. Like, yeah. K-State just executes. I mean, they have some athletes, but, yeah, like, they just – you go out there and they're just not going to make mistakes. And in Nebraska, they get these, like, blue-chip recruits and they go out there and just make the dumbest mistakes. I agree. Should I um, read some of our Coach Prime inspirational no. tweets? <laughs> Uh-oh. No. No, I, once again, we got win. He tweets win every single day. Oh, win? <laughs> <laughs> every single day. <laughs> I wake up every morning, I'm like, win. Great mood. But one of his tweets says, winning requires consistency, focus, details, solution, and hard work. Are you a winner? Just because you got there first don't mean you won. It just means you got there first. Winners have expectations and won't settle with mediocrity. Hashtag Coach Prime. And you know what? I think that's I think that is how TCU should take some notes from that right there. You know what? Some of the teams that have bad records right now, Texas Tech, just because you're two and zero at the top of those standings right now and you got there first doesn't mean that you won. It just means you got there first. Our winners have expectations. And I think that TCU and Texas Tech are gonna pull back. And I think that they're gonna I think they're gonna shock some people. Oh, I, I love it. I appreciate it. We just got to show up, and that's why that's why we love having 18 seniors on the team that are starting is because Big 12 play is coming up, and non-conference is, is what it is. Uh, I don't think anybody but the craziest people were having us going to the playoff, even if we do win out in Big 12, which would be a – yeah, that would be absolutely insane if we did, and that's highly unlikely. But this is a good football team. And we'll win some games. We're not going to finish bottom. I promise you that. And if we do, I'll change my profile pick or something and come on here and eat crow, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Christian. Yeah. Well, Greg, to wrap it up, I'm going to say I think that um, in the future, we should Mm -hmm. add a segment called Coach Primeisms. No. I think he says some very motivational things. You we know should, what? <laughs> we should we should put it to a vote. Do a Twitter poll. I'm gonna make a Twitter poll. If you guys want to hear your motivational quote from Coach Prime every Tuesday to motivate those teams <laughs> like we just did for TCU and Texas Tech, vote yes. It'll make my heart happy. Of course, you know some of those motivational quotes are just win, but you know what? They work. They work for me. <laughs> They'll work for the teams. Or if you're negative like Greg and you don't want to have fun, vote no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Those are what I look forward to every single day. So, so just work with me here, please. <laughs> I swear, every single week we have some sort of poll. Last week it was the Duquesne poll. Which, by the way, you know what? Before we end this too, let me go back to that. I did a poll about pronouncing Duquesne or Duquesne after our last show. And I was impressed with what people had to say. There are other people who have pronounced it Duquesne, like me. 
up until their teams have played them and then they've learned. So I'm not going insane. Let me find it's debatable. That's true too. (laughs) 81% said Duquesne, but 19% said Duquesne. 19%. That's almost a fifth of votes. And 792 people voted in that poll. That's a pretty big poll. Let's get this next one over (laughs) 1,000. Yes. So everybody vote on the next poll regarding our coach primisms. (laughs) If you need me personally to motivate your team for next week. And as far as teams going forward, like we said, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing how everybody does. I think that this week is kind of a a rest week for most of us, honestly. But there will be some interesting games. I want West Virginia to beat the heck out of Pitt. TCU and Houston. Oh, that's so sad. I I don't want to pick. I, I, want, I want TCU to do well, but I also want Houston to do well because I want to shut up all the haters and all the doubters. But And Kansas State will drag Missouri to filth. And we'll recap yeah. that next week. I look forward to that. But yeah, tune in next week and vote on our poll. Have a wonderful rest of your week and enjoy the games. Bye, everyone.